0: Fighting to combat tyranny, one state at a time, starting with Wisconsin. This is the Badger State Resistance Podcast, brought to you by Liberty and Freedom. And welcome back to the Badger State Women's Podcast. Alright guys, I'm going to apologize, I'm going to sound a little nasally and probably cough a little bit in this, I'm starting to get sick I think, um... So you'll probably hear a cough drop shift here occur- occasionally, but let's let's talk about the difference between progressive and po- and progress. I mean, really. So the word progressive seems to be a very popular word in politics. You know, the Democrats use it, the Republicans use it, the Libertarians I don't think are smart enough to have caught on to it yet, but they'll get there, right? It, it is a word that's used in every political TV show. Um, it is a word that is used to define a party on what they're doing to, be, to promote progress. And nothing makes me more mad. And anybody that could ask my husband, when it comes to the word progressive, it just, it, red flames, you know, full-blown cartoon character, red flames out of my head every time I hear it. Because look at what's going on around us. What part of that is progress? We have raising gas prices. We have now in Green Bay, one of the biggest murder stories, I mean, going around since the 1990s we have you know people who are unable to pay their monthly bills on top of these gas prices because now they're trying to figure out how they can afford to go to work now do we all expect a little bit, did we expect a little bit of inflation well yeah i mean sure that comes with people getting free money all last year And we all saw that big reflux when it came back to getting our taxes this year. You probably noticed that you paid in more. You probably noticed you didn't get as much back as you were expecting. You probably noticed that child's tax credit was a huge ripoff because you really didn't get anything more than what you would have gotten any other year. And that was the government's way of kind of slowing down the amount of money that we were going to get back because the government, the federal government, has no money but they always find a way to give millions of dollars to issues that don't need to be of a concern right now. For um, a big example, Tony Evers just went ahead and granted $30 million to two different projects in Green Bay, $25 million to moving a coal pile across the street and 5 million to go back to the city of Green Bay for God only knows what and that all came out of a relief fund a covid relief fund so instead of sticking that money into paying our nurses and hospital staff that did stick there and give them the extra pay increase or some sort of incentive bonus They spent it on a coal pile instead of giving people a way to get some sort of grants to help with their electric bills. We spent it on a coal pile instead of putting that money aside and using it to fix a bridge that has now been out of commission for a couple months, which now affects people's commutes to work. We spent it on a coal pile. If that doesn't sound alarms and make people a little nervous, I don't know what does. You know, the Democrats use it as their better back plan. You know, they're going to they're gonna help make it a more affordable for everybody. But what we have seen is the Democrats have made it more affordable for nobody but the rich. That's the only people that are making it right now are the rich people. That's it. The poor people are getting poorer. The middle class are getting poorer. So now they're fitting into more lower middle class, if not underprivileged because they cannot afford and jobs do not pay at the cost of inflation. So nobody is benefiting off of any of this except for the people who were already wealthy walking in. And eventually it will affect them too. But I've noticed that with you know anybody nobody steps in, nobody tries to help until it affects them directly. And to me that is not teamwork, that is not progress. The word progressive honestly makes me angry, and I hear it the most with the Republican Party. But how is the Republican Party progressive? You know, this this party, the Republican Party focuses themselves on the biggest pro-life party, right? But we elected governors in there like Scott Walker, who went ahead and gave so much, a hundred thousand or a ridiculous amount of money, a hundred million, to Planned Parenthood. We're the biggest pro-life party, but we go ahead and say, it's okay. You can abort your baby as long as it's before 20 weeks pregnant. Why does that make sense? That's not, a, that's not progress. That's not a win. That makes us look like hypocrites. If you're pro-life, you have to be pro-life. You have to understand more than just unborn children. You have to support pro-life in every aspect. You believe everyone has the right to live. That is pro-life. They, they pride themselves on being godly people. But they are the first people to suggest lockdowns when it comes to nursing homes and just sending off more Medicaid and Medicare payments to supply the morphine so these people can die on morphine, lock them out of seeing their families so families don't even get to say their final goodbyes. They just get to collect bodies at the end of this. And then they have the audacity to look at you in the face and say, you know what, round of applause. We did so good during this pandemic for our elderly people what godly party supports that how are, how are we bringing god back to government while we have no regard for human life whether it's current life past life or life to begin We have to focus on those things. We have to ask those questions, but nobody wants to sit down and ask those questions because it's a touchy subject. You know, we all want to be proud of being Republican, but as I've said a hundred million times, there's nothing to be proud of being part of a political party. And I know I'm not the only one out there. I do not affiliate with any political party. I do not pay dues. I am not a part of the Republican Party. I refuse to because I do not want to give these people my money for something that I do not support. I am 100% pro-life, the life that has yet to be born, the life that is currently living, and the life that has been lost. I support all. It does not matter. And no party yet stands for that. The only person that seems to understand that is God himself. You know, but every, everybody wants to talk about how, you know, we have, to, we have to focus on doing better, you know, not splitting votes, not going against other candidates. And, you know, you know we're not going to see progress unless we see people work together. And if we have seen, you know, with some of these races, we've had to see where some people have dropped out, where some people have switched their races for the better, for the better. That's that's progress. That's teamwork. That is selflessness. But the people who stay in and continuously run time after time after time after time again, but want the votes of the patriot people no. next, next, go and vote for those people who have never ran before, who are not turning around and asking you for your money every single time conversation and speech that they're giving go and donate to those people go donate to those average american people who are just trying to skid by because those people are the people that are working for the people because they understand what it is like to suffer they understand what it's like to have twenty dollars in your bank account and wonder where the gas money's coming from. They're the people that are wondering, you know, during this pandemic, after they lost their jobs, how they were going to pay their rent and explain it to their landlords so they didn't get their families evicted. Those people, most of those people, were the people that were standing up with the patriots, with the the grassroots parties. Those were the people that were giving the only five dollars that they had to a candidate just to be able to say that they tried to help. Those were the people. Those are the people we need to be electing in. Those are the people that understand how change needs to happen and what needs to be done. And that's why the words progress and progressive bother the absolute nerve out of me is because nobody understands that no part of what is going on now or has been going on in the last two years is progress. You cannot shove something in a hole and hope that it holds and call that progress. You have to fix problems in order for you to move forward. You cannot go out onto a road, throw a plate onto that road and say, okay, guys, now put it back together. It will never be fixed the way they found it. These parties have broke our trust. They sent every single one of us into a road with a glass plate. They said, throw it and trust me that I can put it back together. And when they put it back together, it was not the way that it was found. It's missing pieces, it's cracked, and most cracks cannot be filled. These parties have let us down time and time and time again and hide behind the words of patriot, of patriot movements, of grassroots, of Republican. They have hid behind the words progress and progressive. And, and it drives me, it, it, it honestly, it drives me nuts Because all it is is a bunch of snakes that disguise themselves in different colors and ask us to trust them. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of going out into the road with my plates and throwing them and expecting to be lied to, to be told that they can be put back together over and over and over again. I'm tired of putting toilet paper in holes to plug dams and expecting them to not break. Now, poor analogies maybe, but they're what work. It's what breaks it down and understand. I am tired of trusting people. I am tired of the drama. I am tired of learning so much about people that I thought were good people to find out that they were just another snake that hid behind the words of progress and progressive, and we continued to trust them and now their true colors are showing. And I don't trust anyone. And maybe, and maybe that's why. You know, I get asked all the time. All the time. Every event we go to, there's at least one person that makes a comment to myself or they make a comment to my husband about why I didn't run. Why I chose not to run. And you know what? To be 100% honest with you, my, my husband, he's loud and vocal, but he at least can handle the drama. He can handle when people lie to his face and he can turn around and expose exactly where they lied in a nice manner. I am the type of person where when I know you're lying to me, I'm going to tell you you're an idiot. I am going to bluntly call you out and have no problem doing that, and I'm not going to do it tastefully. That's the problem with me, and that's why I don't belong in an office, because I would be standing at a caucus, or I'd be standing up in front of a bunch of other legislators, and I would have no problem to their face looking at every single one of them, telling them that they're nothing but a bunch of idiots. They have done nothing for the people. They have done nothing that promotes progress. They hide behind fancy words, and they hide behind all of these different narratives, and they just keep telling us to trust them and trust them and trust them. And guess what, guys? We did. We tried to. We tried to trust them. But they failed us time and time and time over again. We are now in the time where candidates are going to be asking for signatures, and cur- including your current representatives will be running again asking for your votes. Think about when you met those people, how many, how many events that they showed up to that you put on, Find out how many times you ran into them just at a local supermarket and they sat and had a conversation with you when you asked them a question. Think about how many emails and phone calls that you sent out to them. How many did they answer? And with the responses, were you satisfied? If you can tell me no to each one of those questions, they do not deserve your vote. It is time to look at the alternative. When it comes to signatures for candidates, it is time for you guys to be out vetting candidates all over again. It is now time for them to be responding to every question, comment, and concern that you have. But keep in mind, you need to be asking questions that pertain to their races. You can't ask them questions that need to be answered by a governor. You can't ask the Secretary of State candidates what they can do that is a governor's role. I say that all the time. You you cannot ask lieutenant governors what they would have done for, you know, that would have been a secretary of state role. We can't do that. We need to do the research on what these people are supposed to be doing. We need to be vetting those candidates. And then those people who give us the answers we want, those are who we give the signatures to. It is time to stop being lazy. It is time. The weather is going to get warmer. Despite the snow that came through last night, I get it. But this week, come after Tuesday, we're going to start having some beautiful weather. There is no reason why people are not out trying to attend every event that they can possibly attend. And most of these events, guys, are free for you to go and sit. Bring your kids. Bring your kids. It's okay to bring your kids. I know every time we bring Kaiser to an event, he steals the show, you know, because he's all about mom until dad is doing something that looks more entertaining and then it's all of a sudden daddy and my two-year-old is an attention seeker. He loves it. So nine times out of ten, All summer long, you are going to see us with our kids. Bring your kids. Your kids are not an excuse on why you cannot be out meeting candidates. And to be honest with you, I can speak on behalf of all the candidates. We would love to meet your families. It makes it more personal when you give us your vote. We can see the faces behind every vote. We've heard your expressions and concerns. It is time to start pushing for candidates who are not going to speak only about a progressive movement i don't want to hear about the make america great again i don't want to hear about the build back better plan i don't want to hear about a green new deal we're already been screwed by those titles it is now time to start looking outside the box and talking to candidates about things that they can actually fix Ask them what their plans are on how they are going to fix them. Step by step, it is time for us to stop being lazy and start really asking the hard questions and start really polling for these grassroots candidates. Stop electing people who have ran time and time again and lost. Stop giving your votes to your representatives who don't even say hi to you in a supermarket because personally honest with you, they should be walking and saying hi to every single person in there. We need to stop settling for lesser two evils. It is time to stop. And I say it over and over and over again on every podcast, and I will not stop until these elections are over. And we have many, many decades of these elections. It is time to quit being lazy. We need to start really pulling for grassroots candidates. If you guys can donate just $5 to these people, donate just $5, $1, because it's not about the money anymore. They now have to have a certain amount of people. They just need your name. Give them 50 cents. It doesn't even matter. Just give them your name so that they can win, so that they can get the proper amount of names for their donation so they can go on these ballots. We need to be doing whatever we can to help these people. Stop voting for people who talk about progress and progressive movements with no plan, an actual plan that can be accomplished. It is now start to understand that these people are human and they cannot promise you the world. They can only promise you what they can actually do for you. Stop falling for the lies. Stop falling for the Republican Party and stop falling for everybody else who continuously keep lying stop throwing your plates in the street and asking them to fix it the way that it was now i'm going to give my throat a break i will see you guys next wednesday no sunday sorry today is sunday holy cow i need to go take some Nyquil and go back to bed all right you guys have a great day